It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real world results. That's SAP Business AI. Mike, I'm just... Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. Um, there is a few guests with me today, and um, I'm going to introduce them all, although one of them has already managed to drop out of the conversation. So firstly, we're going to go with Jared. Hello, Jared. Are you all right? Looks like you lost and more than one. Him, so that's marvellous. Yeah. <laughs> a good start. Yeah. Um, Dan is here. Dan's awake this time. Hello, Dan. How you doing, mate? Oh, very well. Don't wave. It's an audio thing. Uh, no, people, people are what might be watching live. What? <laughs> they might well be. <laughs> might be. Jared, hello. Yes, we can hear you now. Um, Paul, hello. How are you? Hi, Mike. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Very, very well. Thank you. Very good. Hi, everyone. And gift guy Alex. Sorry, not gift guy Alex. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'll wave and say hello to <laughs> my audio and visual mediums. <laughs> Hi, Mike. You're right. Yes, very well. Thank you. And possibly going to join us back again will be clear in a moment and um, we'll find out um but obviously we with um live on all the usual channels uh facebook twitter um the other one uh, youtube that's it i knew what i was talking about um so yes another episode last episode of this season we're going to do a very quick season review um talk about various different things um hopefully gerard's with us because there's breaking news i wanted to have his opinion on um, we've just seen just before we came on air, um, it was 
told him that Steve McKim has now gone to um, Carshorton. So, Jared, are you, are you here with your thoughts on that? No, that worked well. This is marvellous. Um, <laughs> he did say... He, Seamless. Yeah. He did say... What was, what was the exact quote? I can't remember. Um, I, it's a good job for him, but I hope he fails. So... <laughs> Pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to try, try, try and do a review of the season. I think that's Jared trying to trying to join in. Um, I'm don't, not sure it's going to work, Jared. Yeah, it's going to. So what we'll try and do is a little bit of how we were feeling at the start of the season. Obviously, we've got wonderful hindsight and we know what's happened. Um, I just looked it up. Those first few games where we were struggling seemed to last forever. Mm. But did, did anyone know how many games it actually was? Because it seemed to last a long, long time. Was it four or five before we got the first win? It was five. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, it seemed like we were never going to get a win ever, but it was literally including the um, the League Cup match. It, it was just, just five games and they were all close. Um, but how were we feeling at the time? Were we still hopeful or did we really think that no, we're up against it for the season? I was terrified. <laughs> I was just, you know, Bookie's favourites to go down. And looking at some of the results, yeah, they were right. We had some draws, I think, away at Salford and away at Scunthorpe. And we weren't able to play home matches for a while, were we, because of the stuff that was still going on with the pitch and the ground. So there are, there were mitigating factors. But equally, you know, five games without a win is not how you want to start your season when you're in potentially in a relegation battle. It sounds stupid to say now. But at the time, yeah, I was, I was terrified. <laughs> Yeah, there were some good performances in there, wasn't there? Though mm. it was, there were some good performances, but a couple of those, the way we lost, how we, we couldn't close the game off. I think there was a couple in there that we uh, lost in the last minute, didn't it? It was like, oh, okay, hold them at home. To the big, welcome to the big league boys. But um, mm. yeah, so the start was a little ominous, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the ultimate home one was um, a really difficult one to take. It was we should have had our first win, but I think I've said loads of times we had our little moment of panic. Mm. Um, or five minutes of panic. Um, Claire's with us. Hello, Claire. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. My IT failed me. Uh, you should get down onto it. Anyway. Um... <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> um, we we're just saying, how were you feeling at the start of the season with the um, the, the start we had? With uh, It was literally only five games, but it seemed to go on forever. Yeah, it did feel like a bit of a, a slug. Yeah, I came in towards the end of what Alex is saying and yeah it was I was like oh, okay this isn't um, this isn't quite how I envisaged it happening um and uh, as you full well know big pessimist over here so I was like oh this isn't good this is exactly what people kind of are expecting of us um but I mean it didn't last very long did it um which was which was good um but yeah it was a shaky start and now if you look at it you think about those kind of dropped points at the beginning of the season how handy yes. they would have been at the end but um case of and all that yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah i did i did very much look at some of those points thinking oh yeah a draw against gunforp would have been <laughs> would have been different if we hadn't drawn that um but it is what it is um we did learn quite quickly eventually um and then we started with a bit more professionalism or um as Dan is very keen 
to, to say very often in these pages um the shithousery we learned how mm. to do it properly it's just um, levels and it you just had to yeah. learn to i think that's the main difference between league two and the national league there's just that little bit of um incisiveness people take chances better and you've got people punish mistakes just that fraction harder and that's what it that's all the first now, five games it? were now first some game, game management as well yeah is such a big part of it in in league football i think yeah the pros say it's a speed of thought as well don't they they just say everything's yeah. a bit the speed of the th th thought on the on the pitch is quicker yeah absolutely yeah, was, um, yeah once once we got the first point away at somewhere away at salford the way we defended that day and we should have nicked the game as well it was a case of it's coming the, the first win's just around the corner when you know once we get one we'll be fine and we'll get a couple on back to back and that's the way it went in the end it was just it was just settling in i think just trying to settle in with our, our with new surroundings really yeah and then the sort of almost turning point and belief came in in everyone's favorite competition from the start we all <coughs> we all love the pizza cup <coughs> you're right the mic making you emotional mike just talking about it <laughs> he's just choked, <laughs> literally choked up <laughs> <laughs> or he can't believe his lies and fabrication <laughs> yes <laughs> finally it just caught there didn't it mm. that bit about it being everyone's favorite mike <laughs> yeah 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 we all love the pizza cup from the start yes yeah, what i meant to say um, but yeah that, that, that kind of like they realized that hang on we, we we're here to win games and we did go on this just great run afterwards i can't remember all the details because i'm not like that but I do remember there's quite a few games um before we before we lost again including possibly a lot of people's highlight game when we um beat port vale at home yeah mm. yeah it was proper classic that one it was um yeah. certainly one of the highlights of the season anyway from a league perspective yeah it was definitely a, a very fun game um we went two nil down I, I, i've said lots of times i put a couple of pennies on us to win that game, which I never thought I'd see again. And I bottled it and cashed out at 3 3, but <laughs> <laughs> still. Um, but any other sort of highlights from early on in that season, in, in the season for you guys? Obviously, Pizza Cup, we all know how great that was. Always loved it. <laughs> yeah. Best competition ever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. As we sort of slogged on, we started getting to that silly, heady stage of we were we were up there throughout the season. Um, and then another brilliant thing, we, we qualified for the first round of the FA Cup without doing anything, which is odd for us as well. <laughs> as an enjoyable experience to go somewhere going, hey, we're the big boys. <clears throat> How did we all enjoy that? Yeah, unfamiliar territory. It was, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Not having to deal with the qualifying stress. It was a bit I, I was, of a weird day, though, being, being the league side at a non-league team, having been the other way around for so long. Yeah. It was just odd. Just a bit of an odd day. Didn't help that it was a crap game as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I was bricking it going to, into Hazelwave just because I thought, you know, just because we've done it so often to our, our league clubs when we, when we were non-league, that we were going to get done over. So it was a nice relief when we were Randall's score, to be honest. But, yeah, it was a crap game in an awful ground, you know, but still... Wins, wins, win. Absolutely, yeah. And put us into the next round as well, which, yeah, we did. <laughs> we met we met our one of our favourite teams in the next round, didn't we? Um, who 
They seem to have a hex on us, so I'm so glad we're not playing them next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, they were so, you know, magnanimous about it as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a couple of teams we've played and we haven't played very well both times and they just think we're absolutely rubbish. And they just can't, don't understand how we came eighth or people are lauding us as yeah. one of the teams of the season. Walsall must that. be one of those. Walsall is oh, one of those. Yeah, yeah, I'd one nil twice to Walsall. Yeah. Yeah. In fairness, some of the people wondering how we've come eighth in the season are sitting around on this <laughs> call as well. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, very true. There was one episode that I was fairly convinced it was just going to be me and Claire cackling and laughing and shaking our head um, because <laughs> it was just utterly ridiculous. Because um, we were even in the um, automatic zone for quite a quite a well. I think if we look back, it's probably one or two games, but it seemed like quite a long time. It felt like forever. <laughs> Absolutely felt like forever. And there were just these moments where, like, you'd be doing really absurd, like, just normal day things, and then you'd have this moment of, like, hang on, we're third. <laughs> like, like this is this is obscene. This should not be allowed to happen. Um, and I got quite cocky at that point. And Dan would tell you, I just kept being like, we're just going straight up. We're going straight up. Every time we talked about it, I was like, yep, we don't need to worry about the playoffs. I think, at, like... Um, at Christmas, we went for group of us went for like kind of Christmas drinks between Christmas and New Year's, and we we're sitting around talking about oh, when are the playoff dates? Because we could do something after the playoffs. I was like, why do we care when the playoffs are? We're going straight up. <laughs> I thought you were a pessimist, Claire. I, yeah. I yeah, but I got unnecessarily cocky, which is very unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, something did to us all season. I'd also been drinking quite a lot, so you know, it's that that <laughs> isn't that called Ebbs fleeting it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not quite. I bought my, uh, quite. I bought my son one of those uh, magnetic league ladders probably Christmas. One of the, and so we were playing around with that all year. And I think there was that point where we were something with third on it. And I think we were spending half of Sunday just staring at this magnetic league ladder going, <laughs> look, look, where, look where we are. And you didn't notice that something were in red and white? Yeah. Yeah. It did. <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah. I was going to complain, but it was, yeah, it was 9.99. Obviously done on the cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Mike bought the same thing and was disappointed. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but then we sort of yeah we kept we kept it up. Um, then we sort of went through and kept going through this this wonderful trophy that we we just love. Um, there was the amazing game against uh, Stevenage, which was even duller than some of the games you've mentioned so far. Um, it was shockingly bad, but we managed to win that. Um, on penalties with um, Dino making a couple of great saves on the penalty shootout. Um, we'll just flick through loads of more. And then I think another, a lot of people's highlight then was, was Wigan, um, which was a really, really strange whole experience. Um, I know Dan, you were there. I know Claire, you were there. Alex, were you there? No, I couldn't, no. I couldn't get out of it because of work, but watching it was just, yeah, surreal, completely surreal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, it would be in one of my, my top five, and I wasn't even there. I was watching it on a TV. <laughs> yeah, agree. You know, I just me and my son rolling around the floor, delirious. Was uh, after that penalty save, which was just yeah, great fun. What performance? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Jared, I, I know you were there. We can't see you, but you can hear us. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on, on on the day? I it was it was it was weird. Like I'd been when I lived in Manchester, I went to watch Wigan in the Premier League. So we've been sort of seen a couple of times as a Premier League club. So that was kind of weird seeing us play them. I just remember watching the penalties and I think my legs started to buckle. so nervous. Um, so I had to sit down through the penalties, but it was amazing. And uh, 
just perhaps my one of my most of the season was just Dean Bozana's taking a penalty. I've always wanted to see a goalkeeper score for Sutton, and so far, so I've seen seen keepers score against us, unfortunately. But I've never seen a keeper score. That's close enough to see a keeper score for Sutton. So that was a a nice special moment. But you're so confident as well. Yeah, yeah. amazing arrogance, but brilliant arrogance. You know, just <laughs> yeah, just rock up and oh, it's so good. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to say what else he did. I'm not sure everyone caught. I know, Dan, I should sent you the video. But I, haven't, yeah. I didn't. Claire's won't show me first. <laughs> Pure shit housing. This is what they Yeah, do. we come back to shit housing. That was probably one of the best ones of the season, actually. <laughs> so I didn't share it because I'm like, no, nah, I'm not doing that just in case. <laughs> but <clears throat> Dean, in between, I can't remember if it's the first or the second penalty, um, but as he was waiting, he noticed the opposition's water bottle which had all his notes on Sutton's penalty takers and it was then promptly destroyed. Uh, it, it wasn't just accidentally stepped on, it was picked up and ripped to shreds. <laughs> so, what a, what a guy. I did not know that. That is brilliant. You have to look at the video, Alex, because it's great. Oh, it's just before, show me that. <laughs> just, before, um, just before Harry takes his penalty and he walks over and he looks at it and he sees this thing stuck on the side and just picks it up, rips Brilliant. it off, throws it up and just chucks it off. And oh, then for the rest I didn't of think the I could time, love that guy anymore. That is if amazing. You know, if you watch our celebrations, you can just see their goalkeeper going off at the ref about, yeah. about it happening. Yeah. That, was, that, that, was, that was the moment for me was the, their goalkeeper having a moment ref about it. Like, <laughs> mate, if you, you like, if you're gonna try and do it and like, expect something to come back at you, it's just brilliant. Like, yeah, just couldn't love that guy anymore. You know, love the well, I, before the final, I, um, John had asked John James, the, 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 the analyst was, um, had asked for that videos and stuff. Um, I think it was just do a little get more going type thing. So I'd sent him some videos and I said, Oh, there's this one as well. Ha ha ha. And he's like, Yeah, send me the video of that. And I was like, No, not if he's going to get in trouble. He went, Mike, he's going to get a standing ovation. But yeah, beautiful little moment. And um, I mean, I'm not entirely sure it, it affected the outcome, but hey, whatever. <laughs> if it did or did or didn't. Um, but yeah, the, the whole thing that we're going to, all the fans were really, really nice. Um, the, the podcast fellow that I went on to who's been really nice as well he's um he's already sent me links for the, the clubs that have come down for he said oh here's some really nice contacts to jump on for next year I was like oh that's, that's nice so we made lots of friends up there so that's good um then obviously league form suffered a little bit at that point um just small injuries, squad. Hard yeah. luck injuries. Yeah. I know everyone gets them but we were really affected in just key areas of the pitch you no know, center back center mid in particular yeah. It's pretty unlucky to, for those areas to both go at the same time. And it was always yeah. a case of we'd get someone back and then we'd get another one. Mm. So just as you get someone fit or we're having to throw like uh, Kobe in after two months out straight in at Bristol, mm. Bristol Ravers. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, games like that. It just, that's where, that's where the point, I think the points were seriously lost. Yeah. Um, it's sort of towards the end of the season. away as well. Yeah. There was something in there for us. I agree with everyone. There was injury. I mean, that was so unlucky, wasn't it? But there's something in there for us. I think about playing that January transfer window. I'm not sure that we we knew how to play it particularly. It's all quite new to us and stuff like that. So maybe next year playing that a little cannier would um, would help. But um, yeah, I, just, I mean, well, with the January transfer window, I always thought it was a bit of a gamble for us. It was going into January, we our squad was settled. It could, throughout the course, throughout, throughout January, we did. It wasn't until February started. It wasn't until literally the week after the window closed that we started getting all these injuries you know so 
you get, you know, if you shoot it in January, like, oh, the squad's settled, you know, you don't want to bring anyone in who might unsettle the squad. And suddenly, like, you know, it's like, oh, we do need people now. Oh, it's too late with those clothes. So it's it's one of those gamble things. But it's just, unfortunately, it all happened when it did. But, I mean, swilling the way was the worst of evil. Like, when they was then done, though, on the bench, had brought, has been Adam Lovett back in from Lowe from Tunbridge. And we still could have got a point from the house. Pretty quite lucky not to get a point at Swindon. Mm. Nice. Points of that, and that, that two point swing would have been us in the playoffs, and them out of the playoffs, so those by margins, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, the January, I did, as you, as you said, Paul, we're not used to it, we don't know how to do it, but I did notice a lot of clubs around us and a lot of clubs, especially at the bottom of the table, suddenly they're bringing in loads yeah. and loads of players and kind of refreshing the whole squad almost. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, Port Vale was one of those, and mm. that lifted them from. Table into the playoffs, didn't it? So, yeah. um, I think the average of all Rovers the sides in the in the top seven, I think, was about five new signings. Yeah. I mean, Bristol Rovers brought in about six or seven lads. Yeah, yeah, and they so, went, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As you yeah, say, so, uh, um, just uh, yeah, that you know, we, we've talked about many times, haven't we? The vibe in the club and the togetherness and what bringing in loan players. How does that affect a, a changing room? Tricky, tricky business, isn't it? I can imagine for for a management team, so. Absolutely, because our only real loan player is Tanto, who's been with mm. us from the <laughs> forever. So he's been in with the club longer than some players actually signed for him. Um, so um, he's ours, Millwall. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yes. Some some of the games that you meant uh, that we mentioned earlier was in that little spell: um, Walsall and Swindon, um, who obviously will just think that we're awful, awful teams, mm. um, and. Was it Bristol Rovers in that time as well? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah just Bristol Rovers away game, yeah. yeah. But well, both Bristol Rovers league games were in February, weren't they? So oh, that's right, yeah. They were 10 mm. days for each other. That's correct, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, but then we we kind of, we concentrate. Oh, sorry, it was Paul Vale in that spell I was thinking of, sorry. Um, yeah. All of our focus became on, on that magical day at Wembley, um, where I, I arrived at Wembley at approximately... 10 minutes past 10 in the morning. <laughs> a little bit excited. On the, on the Friday, was that? <laughs> I was also asked to have like photos of like the fan zone to see if it's something that we might want to recreate. And so I went around to the fan zone. I went back and went, you know what? If we recreated it step by step, just bench by bench, exactly, exactly the same, we'd be called fucking tin pot and shit. <laughs> <laughs> we're already called that though. Yeah, no. Everyone thinks of us. Yeah. But it was just some barriers and some benches. And I'm like, if we did that, people go, that's awful. We go, it's exactly. And some very long queues. Yeah. <laughs> very long queues. Um, but how was the, not the match, but how was the general day for everyone? Is it still one of your favourite memories? Yeah, it was great fun. Is it? I think I'm the new, I'm the newbie on here, and I think we, I've been following them. Sutton for five or six years so um, um and for even for me it was just a, a an absolute bonkers day out just um, growing up in the area and seeing the team that you've grown up with at least to be at Wembley in the, in that and um, and 15,000 there you know the whole town coming out we started in the spoons at half nine so I think I'll beat you there uh, Mike in terms of start time so uh but uh yeah no it was amazing Definitely and and go <laughs> and going uh, that going one nil up and then two one up because it was just a yeah proper proper limbs, wasn't it? As the youth say, yes. yeah. it wasn't. Because there's a picture of me. Some one of my work colleagues of all the seats that we had. One of my work colleagues was ended up in the, like literally the row in front of me, um, just a couple of seats. And as we went one nil up, he he took out his phone, took a picture of me, and there's a picture of me going like this. 
Hmm. <laughs> and he's just literally hands in my head going, what the fuck have we just done? Why are we doing this? Um, and yeah, I mean, Claire, what you, what no, you I want? mean, it was, it was an amazing day. I think um, I've said to you several times, I never, ever imagined or dreamed about league football. It just wasn't on my wish list for Sutton. It wasn't something I ever thought that we would do. The one thing I always really, really wanted was to watch us play at Wembley. I'd never watched a football game at Wembley because I was like, I don't care. It's not Sutton. It doesn't matter to me. Um, so, I mean, from that kind of penalty um, situation, that kind of build up for a couple of weeks was just is intense, absolutely intense. And then the day itself was, um, I mean, it had some bittersweet moments to it, which I won't go into, but um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. And like to, to spend that with some really great friends, uh, one of my brothers to see my other brother, like stood on the side of the pitch, taking photo, around. like absolutely insane. Um, and the little picture of him in the dressing room with his with his uh like high vis hung up in with the uh with the players like just it's just an incredible day um yeah. i'm still not over it like i'm still gutted um because i just think we came so close in those moments like that first goal um my heart was in my mouth like i just it was just unbelievable this season has been unbelievable highs and unbelievable lows and the lows aren't even that low like they're just these kind of like moments but like yeah. the highs have been insane and it was just it was that party afterwards as well like I said to Dan and a couple of us is like this is what happens when we lose like, yeah. insane. <laughs> like there are people dancing on tables <laughs> chairs and like we didn't win like it was, what the hell? it was Dan leaving at sort of 1 30 and still going yeah this is busier than Saturdays <laughs> yeah it was, grand. it was it was ridiculous everyone was up singing I forget which o Oasis track it was. It was either Wonderwall or Don't Look Back in Anger, one of the two. Everyone was on the bloody table singing that. And it was like half past one. I'm, like, I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, I, I did actually say to Bruce on the night, I said, Christ, what would have been the place been like if you'd have actually won the game? Yeah. You wouldn't have been able to play any games here because we'd have just trashed the place completely. I'm, I'm pretty sure we'd all still be there. Probably, I know it's yeah. Been a <laughs> It probably all have just moved in for a couple of weeks and just yeah. <laughs> drank the place entirely dry. But yeah, it was um, it was a it was a mad day. It was uh, like Claire. It was something I've always wanted. That was the one thing I was missing, having watched Sutton for so long that we'd ne I'd never seen us at Wembley. Um, so yeah, to do that and cross that off the list was quite nice. But yeah, the the, the way it ended up, I did say after I'd rather have got beat two or three nil to be honest, because yeah. just to be that close. And just have it ripped away from you was just a little bit hard to take. I know yeah, what you mean. I'd, I'd rather I just I'd rather have just been outclassed. But then do you not do you not think that the run we went on afterwards, you know, getting getting five from seven and therefore finishing where we did finish, that must part of that must have been down to the fact that they all the boys knew that they could compete at that level. And you know, with a side who are now going up into the championship, mm. that must have been galvanizing for them as a group, albeit completely heartbreaking on the day. There were definitely um, points of that. And there was a couple of them that said it to us afterwards, yeah. like in the clubhouse, they were like, it's fine. We're, we're going to get promoted now. And I think like there yeah. was that real, that did spare them on because you're right. Like we held our own. And there were a couple of games like that this season, like there's that. And then the trip to, um, to Cardiff really, really early yeah. on, like we weren't yeah. outclassed. We played and we really, really held strong. And actually like it comes back to that kind of, um, uh, what someone said earlier about that kind of that team like they've got such a bond like they genuinely really really all get on 
Um, so I really hope that we manage to kind of keep as many of them as possible. I know obviously a few people have already gone, but if we can keep that kind of core together for next season, then I think, you know, we're in a, in a good position to keep pushing on. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I still scream seven minutes in the middle of the night sometimes. <laughs> um, no, it, was, it was, the whole day was, 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 was crazy. Like I got a trade from, from Swansea to, to Paddington and then, on the tube, just ran full of Sutton fans. Mm. So, so you never expect. Then that, that we see the arch, we see our name on the arch, and then we go in, and it's it's it's, uh, it's just that was mad. And um, it, it, but I, I see what Dan says. It would be like you know, it kind of would have been more of a relief if we had got pace that two three nil. But at the same time, coming so close was you, you could you could afford the effort. You could afford the effort of every player who played for us that day. Um, the the effort was, and the, the uh, you know application was just a mate was 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 the high yeah, yes gas that we lost but I went out with my head held high because of how we played that day yes it hurt coming so close to 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 winning about and not doing it but we gave it a go we did get we did embarrass ourselves on national TV and I've always wanted to see Southern Wembley I'm still even though I, I pretend it doesn't happen the 18th of April 2000. When we lost the Kingstonians in it went in trophy semi final. When we lost to Borenwood, it was those things that haunt me. But now I've got to see something at Wembley, and I'm a happy Jared now, regardless of the result. <laughs> I, I stood, uh, I stood behind Jared, and, I, and yeah. uh, it was, uh, uh, it was good to see that he still had time for a few anti Carl Shorten songs. Yeah, <laughs> he's always, always time for Jared to do anti Carl Shorten songs. That's yeah. as close as Carl Shorten will get to Wembley. The songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mikel Miller deserved to be booed for being ex-Carl Shorten. <laughs> to, be honest, there was a couple, to be honest, there was a couple stood next to me who were calling him a scummer as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, And Alex, have we heard to us your thoughts of the day? I can't remember if I spoke to Yeah, I, I think Claire's right to highlight the build-up, actually. You know, the time is two and a half weeks, was it, post-Wigan? Mm. And it just completely took over my life. I found myself... You said earlier, Claire, about just like in the middle of the day, just going and checking the league table. I just sort of just sit there at work or whatever. And um, I hope my employers aren't listening because I was just like, we are going to Wembley. It's like, this is just doesn't really make sense. I did. Exactly. I, was, I was taking a group of um, 54 of us, you know, mates and from different groups and stuff. So obviously organising all of that took over the life a little bit as well. But it was just so exciting. And the night before was like Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, whatever you want to call it, you know, just the anticipation and... Uh, yeah, it's extraordinary in a word. If if you're asking, it was it was amazing. And how many? Who else? Sorry, was kept checking the seats at Wembley to see how many we'd oh, see all the little dots disappear and all, yeah. <laughs> all the new sections over. I don't I don't know how you organise like fifty odd tickets, um, Alex. It was very stressful. Um, <laughs> Gareth did ours, and then I volunteered to print them all out. So like the dining table was just covered in tickets, yeah. and I was just sitting there at one point like. I know, it's, it's a full like seating plan and everything. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, you all make a point. We, we, the two teams from League One have gone up as champions and runners up in 90 minutes over each game. We drew with them 1 1. Yeah. yeah and, I know and one completely of on merit as well. You know, we weren't hanging on in either of those games. We were deserved. Yeah. To, I, think, I thought we were better side over 90 minutes in, in both the Wigan game and, and the Wembley game. Lots of their fans have said, you guys have probably given us the best game that we've had all season um you won't you wouldn't have struggled if we come up 
Um, but I'm also trying to cling on to the fact that since Rotherham can't defend the trophy because they've gone up a division, it technically has to come to us because we're the next highest place in the in the competition. So we're gonna we're gonna be the holders for next season, technically. We're, we're the southern champions of it. Yeah, yeah on, on the four three finalists, you know, we're the, we're, the, we're the furthest southern team that got in, so we're the, we're the southern champions. If yeah, back in the day, that, we, back in the day, it was regionalised, so it was a north versus south yeah. in the final. So in yeah. my head, that's what happened, and we're the southern champions. <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see our approach in it next year, won't it? Mm. Whether we take it as serious next season. Well, I think I we will. I mean, I had early, I had word with Bruce in the week before. Uh, the game just to kind of put in a unfortunately because of some circumstances we're going to need to do this again so <laughs> we do it again next year yeah and he was okay with that told me just to have a word with Matt so Wembley's on for 2023 people I think it helps that we t we take it Matt takes it seriously because a lot mm. of clubs don't really get that interested until the later sort of two couple of rounds and mm. just because of all the you know, the, a lot of the supporters aren't, involved, aren't really that interested because of the way that it's structured and the, the competition, the way it's set out. So that's why you can go quite deep into a competition like we did before people start mm. reacting. And because you've then got that momentum, you can do things like we did to get to the final. So before, I can see Matt taking it seriously again there. next year. Huh? Before you start turning up to games, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely won't do worse. group games again this year. Sod that. Someone said, what's the semi-final final? Probably glory hunting some of us, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, there's lots of people that went to the final. Um, these, the, the thing I worry, not worry, but wonder about that is, will other clubs now look at what we did and think, well, actually, you know what? Um, if something can do it, then why can't we take it seriously? Because... Um, I mean, some, some clubs won't be interested because they've already got way much more money than us anyway. So, um, but some, some smaller clubs might be like, actually, no, this this is mm. they're quite right. There's quite a lot of money at stake here. Um, so I wonder, although we'll take it seriously, will other clubs then step up as well? And it'll be a little bit harder for us. No one's going to um, copy us because they all think we're tin pot anyway. So they're not going to they're not going to copy our they approach. Won't, they won't I mean, say they're going to copy us. Yeah. <laughs> the things the money's always been there since they introduced B teams a few years back. They've always had this financial like, incentives to try and get more teams to take it seriously and no one has so you know oh, I, I can't amazing. see it changing next season just because we got to the final and yeah. if, if other teams did take it seriously I would fancy ourselves to take to be any 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 team on our day you know just mm -hmm. you know makes more I can see us going quite deep in it again next year to be honest just because yeah Matt, Matt will see it as a a, it keeps your the guys in on the sort of fringe of your squad and stuff in more involved as well. Mm. So, so yeah, I can I can see it's at least bare minimum you can get into the quarters and stuff next year. And it's only what is it? Only an extra six games, isn't it? It's not huge, is it? It's not like if you're worrying about load on the players. It's not like a massive. No. It's not like a Europa League seventeen game special, is it? <laughs> yeah. I think the only yeah. thing that will get in the way is if we have a run in say the FA Cup or, or yeah. maybe the League Cup. If we actually get a couple of games into that, maybe. But apart from that, I think Matt that would be a nice home. problem to have. I think if we're yeah. having deep runs in all the cup competitions and going for playoffs again, I'd be all right with dealing with that. <laughs> yeah. So no, it, these are kind of problems you want to have. You know, you, you yeah, know, you, yeah. You want? Oh, no, it's like you can't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but then moving from from Wembley, we then had another, as you mentioned, a, a run of games where we. Um, 
suddenly did really, really well. Um, I think three games straight after we won them um, back to back. Um, then we faced a revitalized Barrow for some reason that they were just playing magnificently against everyone for a little while. Um, and then we had the just it was always going to happen the, the, the a disaster against Bradford if it had happened in August, no one would have batted an eyelid, <laughs> but because it happened at the exact wrong moment for us. It, it just felt a little bit sort of worse um, than it really was. Who wants to say that? <laughs> well, I, after Wembley, it, at, at the um, just to bring it back to the party again briefly, because I will never stop talking about the party. Um, <laughs> the, lots of the players and Matt said to a few of us who were there, you know, they probably said this to loads of people, but five from seven was the target. Five wins from seven and that'll get you in. And I think I'm right in saying that no team in League Two's ever got 76 points and not finished in the playoffs, yeah. which is That's just, right, yeah. that is nuts. Like, it's so unlucky of all the seasons to do that. So, you know, they hit the target. And yes, you yes, the, the Bradford game was was a shame, as, as you said, Mike, with the timing of it in the season. But to get five from seven is, is the target they set themselves and they did it. I just think they just got very unlucky. And, you know, looking at the last day of the season, one of the top two sides winning would have done it. And neither of them managed to win. Thanks very much, Forest Green next year. I mean, <laughs> their cards are marked for the future now. Yeah. Worst title um, race ever, that. You see Northampton like, complaining about Scunthorpe on a weak inside against Bristol Rovers costing and promotion. I think you're complaining about Paul Vale and Forest Green and the Exeter City and Forest Green not taking the title race seriously. Cost us a player <laughs> race, you know. Um, in fairness, seeing Scunthorpe through the season, that they couldn't have played a weakened side, even if they just racked <laughs> up eleven supporters from the. To, from be, the stands, to be honest, they couldn't have played a weakened side. To be honest, Bristol Road, even before the, we knew what side the people saw, what side they played, everyone was looking at game game. Well, Bristol Rovers are going to score five there easy. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and and then it's just and then it's how quick they get that five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was always a danger. So. I mean, yeah, I Northampton going three and up so quickly was just yeah. crazy. The second half switch is yeah, amazing. Yeah, I had to spend all Saturday, that Saturday night in Leeds listening to Nick talk about match fixing and God knows what else on that. So it was quite <laughs> funny. Oh, it was like, mate, the rules going to get stopped. Yeah. <laughs> They've been shit all season. So yeah, it was. Um, is he proper on one? He was until I told him sharp. <laughs> well, I mean, him on a rant is it's not yeah. what you need after that. Especially yeah. after a day on the beer. Oh. It was quite funny. But, as Jared alluded to earlier, we don't do very good in playoffs anyway. So Never actually... <laughs> so actually, it don't matter. We don't care. We don't really want the playoffs. Players. Cup finals. We lost, <laughs> I think, I think we've, of the seven playoff games we've won, we've played, we have drawn two, lost five. Cool. Um... We've also lost our last five cup finals, by the way. Um, yeah, so playoffs, cup finals just don't do well in. It would have been, you know, it would have been nice though, to get to the playoffs to have that thing, you know. As but you know, seventy six points is amazing. So yeah, and I know, I know, it didn't actually matter whether we finished first or twenty fourth. It's also the, the highest league finish in our entire history um, for the second year in a row. Um, so <laughs> something to aim for for next season, Matt. Um, he's that time, time in four years, actually, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a highest crowd in there as well, isn't it? The Bradford tipped yes. over 4,000, and that was with reduced away fans. So that was, um, yeah. it'll be fun next year. 
And the, was it Bradford away the biggest crowd we played in front of in a league game ever? 15,000 at Bradford. 1963. Yeah, thank you for saying afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, just, it's, just, it's <clears throat> bad. I think since Dodds took over in 2008, there's only been four seasons where we haven't done better the next season than, we've done, than we had the previous season. So I'm optimistic for next season. You know, I'm going to split out there. Oh, I think. You heard it here I first. Think... Yeah. <laughs> Are you going straight <laughs> automatic, Jared, or playoffs? Champions by Christmas. Champions by Christmas. No, no, it's just consolidation, obviously, you know, void second season syndrome. But yeah, I think, what you know, uh, if we retain them, obviously, we've seen pre plays you know, just this week, and there's possibility of some more contracts who are up who might not be staying up. Good bit of recruitment, a couple of extra points next season, playoffs. But, you know, I, I, don't, I, I see it as part of, an on, part of an onward journey rather than the end of a journey. Oh, yeah, he's been work, at work since 5 a.m., everyone, so just <laughs> he's, he's a bit tired and emotional. <laughs> Clearly delirious, yes. I think you're right, though, about the, the upward trajectory. And also, I think that's reflected just a word for the club in general, you know, in terms of what we're doing to the ground and the, you know, community field, including Wembley and the academy and the women's team as well, you know, have had amazing seasons. And as it's a really exciting time to be a fan of something nice in general, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I just I love seeing what the see what the academy team are doing on a weekly basis. It's great to see some of the big clubs they're playing and they're beating. It's you know it's great for our future. And obviously, the women winning their league last week, last week again. Fantastic! It's just a great time to be a certain fan, and no may it continue. Mm. Yeah. And we, we've talked about finances, but we're going to have to rely on that recruit that academy um, funnel, mm. aren't we? And um, actually, they've got a real chance to uh, play league football. Um, so yeah, it'd be good to see see some of them coming through. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, um, I couldn't remember the exact um, what why I put it, but I looked up on one of my Facebook memories the other day, and it, there was just a little phrase of "lol, the Blazers are ruining this club," <laughs> um, and it was from about eleven years ago. Because something <laughs> there was obviously some argument somewhere about what the Blazers were doing. I was like, man, I wish people could see into the future <laughs> what those, yeah. what those bastard Blazers have done to us. They made us into a league club. <laughs> Probably yeah, ditching and, and the we, reserve side or something like that, mate. Yeah, so, so, some <laughs> bizarre little rant. Somewhere and compared, I mean, some of the podcasts you've done this uh, this season, Mike. I mean, half the teams that we've had on and the, the podcasters moaning about what's been going on back office and how it's impacting front office, I think really highlighted how lucky we are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I'm just going to quickly fly through some of the, some of the comments and just hear what you think about what people have been saying about their, their highlights of the season. Um, so on Facebook, we had Paul Cawthorn saying it was one of his highlights has been two one up in the ninety third minute at Wembley. Um, cheers, Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Oh, too soon. Yeah. Probably led with that one, Mike. <laughs> when, when, the club, Facebook, when the club's Twitter account made a seven minutes injury time joke, the next week. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was too yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, then we had Alan who obviously starting with the season, everyone thinking we're not going to stand a chance, which we kind of said. Dino in the penalty shootout, yes. And then he's mentioned Wembley as well. <laughs> or the the 96 minute he's mentioned. Um, Adam, also on Facebook, was first game was going to the under-21s at Papa, the Papa John's. Um, so at least someone was going to those games, eh? Thrashing <laughs> um, <laughs> Scunthorpe, and he didn't mention it, but also Carlisle. Mm. And then taking the games to the champions elect. Um, Paul, this was you, you're on here, so I 
most will not read this out because you've actually mentioned all of these except for Crawley. Where... Yeah, Crawley was my uh, first away game with James. So, uh, and it was uh, the proper, you know, get on the train, the ritual, go to the clubhouse, have a few drinks, get there. And it was absolutely rammed. And I see they revised the number of how many were away, wasn't it? It was 750 yeah. of us, which they decided to keep in half the uh, half the uh, <laughs> stand. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and everyone going absolutely bananas when Dean uh, um, saved that penalty. Great stuff. It was a great day out. We were in full voice. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a bigger cheer when Dino saved the penalty than when we actually scored because none of us actually knew what happened when we scored. It was like, hey, is that actually gone in? Um, then we got Ricky who mentioned the away days at Portsmouth and Wigan, uh, the wins against Stevenage and the, the Port Vale, and taking six points from Crawley, um, hmm. which they very nicely set off that flare. I do think that was so funny. That flare. <laughs> That's one of my highlights of the season was yeah. that flare going at naught three down. Yeah, who pops <laughs> pyro at three nil down? That was so far. Yeah, that was I was comically <laughs> laughing. Yeah. As we said, well, I bought it and my mum ain't gonna let me keep it at home. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm using it. Um then we had Andrew, um, who's been on the show before, we um Sutton at Wembley, Wigan on penalties, Port Vale at home, Bennett's equalizer at Stevenage. Mm. Yes, um, late late equaliser at Stevenage, sorry, and then Omar scoring our first ever football league goal. Bullet header, um, yeah. yeah, brilliant goal. Header, yeah. yeah, can I say something quickly about Stevenage yeah. away? I was trying to think. Yeah. I, I thought you'd ask about highlights, Mike, and I was trying to think of the non-typical ones, so the non-Wembleys, the non-Port Vale's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think it was a Stevenage away game where our wonderful goalkeeper Dino found yes. himself playing as a right winger <laughs> for a couple of minutes and then whipping the ball in. That was one of my <laughs> highlights of the season. Cool. Things I never thought I'd see. <laughs> Yeah, we've all we've all seen Mean Machine with the Vinnie Jones thing yeah. and Monk. Oh, he is Monk. Thing. Yeah, he just goes. Ah, ah! And we had this a fair few years back with um, was it Nichols we used to call Monk? Yeah. I feel like oh, he's yeah. a bit mental. But Dino takes it to a whole new level. Like he's just he's just off on his own and he just does what he wants. But no one's going to tell him not to. He beat two men and swung across him. He's the goalie. <laughs> We did we did dig him out in the bar about a week later saying he needed to work on his delivery more from wide areas. Yeah. <laughs> I need to work his shooting, you know. Encouraging him, cheers. Um no, I did hear he was a striker apparently, but he was yeah. a kid. I yeah, he was a forward apparently. Yeah. yeah, so I don't even remember where I heard that from. But other people have confirmed it, so clearly it's not something I've made up again. <laughs> um, so, um then we had Gabriel on Twitter. Um was Wigan, Port Vale, Randall against Colchester. Oh, that was a great that was good. Um mm. Harrogate in the EFL. Um, I'm not sure which one that is. Um penalties <laughs> penalties against Stevenage. Uh, Dino saving us twice, and he didn't know where to put Wembley because it was the best and the worst at the same time. Harrogate was the quarterfinal, wasn't it? Eastmond 1 0. Yeah, last minute yeah. goal, was it? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that goal, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I, pizza. I had the vid on that one, so I couldn't go to that one. Mm. Um, I won two free tickets that game, but I tackled myself in as someone I was going to the game with. So, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favourite moments in the Papa John's, and, and, yeah. but no one was there. This is like the Sex Pistols <laughs> at the Underclub. <laughs> 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 um, then we've got Mark Bravery, um, Dino uh, saves at Wigan, Kobe's winner against Port Vale, um, Dave's goal at Newport, or second goal at Newport, oh, yeah, Tanto's goal at Franmere. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And goal. again, he mentions Richie's um, equaliser at Stevenage. And Andy said Wigan, Wembley, Port Vale at home, Mansfield away, and Cardiff. 
kind of feel um, special. Yeah, the, Easter, the Easter double was amazing, actually, post-Wembley to, to you know, obviously yeah. both days being bank holidays, just glorious sunshine and, and two wins against playoff contenders. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was brilliant. At that moment, you completely believed. <laughs> so we're like, oh, we are going to do this. Um, because, again, a lot of focus was on the um, one point from the playoffs. But actually, we're four points from yeah. automatics, mm. um, which is just insane. Um, and Jared, I know you're here, but um, you've got Wigan, Dean's second penalty save, and the scenes. Uh, Port Vale at home, Mansfield away, Donovan's goal at Cardiff. No, uh, a great goal. Yeah, as, a, as, a, as a resident of the city of Swansea, it was nice to see um, see Sutton go one up at Cardiff. Especially as I was a support of the Welsh national team, to see Sutton playing mm. score at the goal at where Wales play it was almost as great as watching that at Wembley, really for me. Um, but no, going one up against those Bluebird <laughs> bastards was great. <laughs> swim away, lads, swim away. And then I can't actually work out who this is. I think it's a uh, name Isabel, but um, NIJ uh, uh, on Instagram, um, but I couldn't actually work out the actual name. Was the double over Crawley beating Wimbledon? Winning against Port Vale, uh, beating Wigan away, and Wembley. Um, there is one more comment on Instagram, which I'll tell you, but I also didn't get any comments on TikTok because I put the video on there and I'd set it to private. So clearly, I'm doing that fucking brilliantly. Mastering that social media, Mike. I'm mastering amazing. it. Amazing. Down the kids, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there was one other comment, which is why you can't um, trust what people say um cole or one um his highlight of the season was having a brew and a gas with me so clearly he's a liar <laughs> so, um what are you talking about yeah i know he did I, I feel i took this whole um miserable solitude a bit too far because he did apologize at one point for his dad chatting to me and i was like <laughs> No, your dad is not the kind of person I moan about. I don't like the people to come down and go, this isn't like West Ham, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> to be fair, one of my highlights actually on the Wembley day was seeing you on Wembley Way and, and just the general excitement between the pair of us. Like I, I, I ran up to Mike and was like, Mike! But um, it was how much I annoyed Josh because I was like, it's the podcast guy! <laughs> It's like I'm just doing it to wind people up now. <laughs> oh, I need to get you to record that and I can add that into the title as well. <laughs> I was going to say, Mike, I mean, it's, it must have been, you know, from a podcast perspective, there have been some proper highlights for you this season with Dundo post Wembley and also speaking to Bruce and Matt beforehand as well. It's amazing. <laughs> Matt, I was a bit scared, to be fair. Um, <laughs> not, 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 I, I just didn't know because um, I, I know Matt is quite um, professional in what he does um, and he, he sort of has standards and as we discovered from the opening five minutes of this, I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I'm making shit up. Um, um, but, you yeah, know, it, it was absolutely brilliant. Um, Bruce is always, always, always good. Um, always makes time. Um, but, yeah, I was, I know it was, for me doing it was quite selfish and personal, but actually one of my highlights is the way they made time for this, my my little hobby and went, yeah, fine, just rack, give, us, give us a time and we'll be there. Really? Are you sure? You know this isn't you know this isn't like BBC or nothing. Not yet. Um, not yet. No, not yet. Not <laughs> it yet. sounds a clap up like though, isn't it? That they're 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 quite yeah. happy to go on an unofficial podcast and shoot the breeze. Yeah. I think it's class, just class. sums the clap up clap up, isn't it? A, yeah. a lot of other people that do podcasts because there's a few like 
have a little group together and um, on Twitter and they're like, sorry, your chairman just comes on. What, what made that happen? Well, I messaged him and I asked him <laughs> and he said yes. <laughs> well, to him in the bar, I said, yeah. hello, Bruce. Would you like to come on the podcast? Yes. And to, how did you get the manager? Well, the chairman said basically he wasn't my secretary and to ring that myself. And he, said, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. That's, he didn't that's definitely a Bruce line. That's a Bruce Elliott line. It wasn't those exact words because it was in an email, but that's that was clearly the thought process of, <laughs> yes, here's Matt's number, you contact him. Okay, Bruce, understood. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it, it was really good. And I'm, 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 I wasn't sure about restarting it, but I'm really glad I did. Um, and doing it, the video is actually a lot easier and a lot better. So mm. I, hope, I hope it comes across and we will try and do it for next season. I've got a new flag for this. Yeah. We've, seen the, yeah. up, right? We've yeah. seen the budget's got up, We've seen the budget's got up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Production values and everything next. Yeah. No, I've got I've got a new flag. Yeah. Wait till you see it before you start talking about the production values. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to travel. It's just going to stay there. Um, but yeah, I don't know, uh, Dan. I know we spoke a lot, but did you have a list of highlights or is it um, just a haze? A lot of it's a lot of it's already been mentioned. I mean, I don't. I don't think the Cardiff game gets talked about as much as it probably should. I think it's because it was so early in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought we were fucking brilliant that night. Yes. We were so good. I mean, that was actually the main thing that made me feel a little bit sad when they said that Kenny had been released because mm-hmm. he was absolutely unplayable that evening. He was everywhere. Um, and I mean, basically they, they created what, well, they created two chances and scored three because one went through Dino's hands and, yeah, it was. We were superb that night. Um, the Pompey game away was a bit weird, being in that massive stadium, tucked in that little bunker in the corner. Um, that was quite cool, uh, especially with both the goals at our end. Um, apart from that, mostly mostless, most stuff's kind of been mentioned already. Sort of beating Port Vale was a brilliant game. Um, the Wigan away, those penalties, and also the, just the night out afterwards. Um, what else? Uh, actually, the Oldham game was quite was a bit of a highlight for me because I've got so many family connections to that part of the world and to that club um so walking in there at, into what used to be the home end the Chatter Chatter and Road stand and sort of going up these little the old terrace steps that are still there from before they redid it and sort of standing there and it was with and you know, being there with Sutton was really bizarre as well but a bit a bit bit sweet so and obviously Wembley Everybody was good, but the, the party afterwards as well. It's um, that's properly up there with Wimbledon away FA Cup stuff. That was that that will live long in the memory. Just that that place was rocking. So when we all came back from Wembley, we thought, oh, let's hope it's, I hope it's not dead. I hope there's loads of people. And then we walked around the corner. You could hear the music, and there was just hundreds of people outside because there wasn't really that much room inside. Rammed. And it was just rammed to the gills. Everyone was just getting beard up, having a great time. And just as we got back, the team had arrived as well, and they just and that was it. That they brought the house down when they came in, and I think that also just really helped the evening and the, the atmosphere of the place. But yeah, that, that, I think that's basically my list. It's much the same as anyone else's, really. Well, I I, I don't normally go back to the, the club for things like that, but I thought, you know what, I want to make sure there's some people there. Um, just just make sure there's going to be some some people there just to creep them back because they they need that. So I got there and. Literally about five minutes later, as you say, the team arrived in, 
And what was quite funny is, um, I think it was Harry that came in first and he was really sombre going, oh yeah, thanks, 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 thanks. And then I can't remember who came in afterwards and again, it was quite sombre. And then by the time the third or the fourth, they realised the reaction they were getting. And then Dean walked in with two cans of cider going, way! <laughs> it was like, oh, this is the evening. Mm. And then, of course, Dundo said the magic words. But hey, you won't have to go on about me because you will hear him every time I do this. <laughs> and it is a favourite thing that I managed to message him and go, please, can you just send me a voice recording? Because it's going to annoy so many people. And he did. <laughs> so, um, but Alex, I didn't do your highlights i know you've spoken very, some of them but very similar yeah very similar i just wanted to um pick up on what dan said and, and have a moment for kelly davis you know in, in the week um here in the news and him and ricky and the, uh, others have gone but his his free kick this season i can't remember who it was against there you go yeah. thanks only one of you will get it yeah that was a great moment and um what a servant he's been for the club yeah, we, we're going to come on very quickly. I'm jumping ahead. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Bennett's, Bennett's header at um, Stevenage. Randall Colchester was good. Um, you know, just making a freezing cold Tuesday night worth it with a with a comeback win. 3-2 is always always fun. And yeah, look, the others have been mentioned, but buzzing <laughs> for next season. And and someone, someone just mentioned Wimbledon. Very excited for a couple of derbies against Wimbledon next season. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get six points of them and then we'll, we'll laugh. Yeah. Uh, Claire, go on. What was yours? I think, to be fair, most of it's been mentioned. I just think there's um, uh, there's been pinch me moments kind of off the pitch. Um, Cardiff, I think, was the first big one, kind of pulling up to that stadium and like, because um, Paul gets a parking space everywhere we go for being the photographer. <laughs> we kind of drove into this like car park and I'm like we're playing here like what the hell and it's just those moments of like you walk in you're like okay cool like things are kind of changing and I had a very similar moment when we got to Colchester on that Tuesday night like I went to uni in Colchester so it was a bit of like a kind of uh going back um as it were and then like just walking in and be like we're playing places like this um it's absolutely insane um but yeah like I mean, everything kind of on the pitch has been mentioned. Uh, what Dan said about Oldham, uh, as he walked, what he fails to mention is he walked up those steps and he walked towards me and he just went, I don't like it! <laughs> very weird. That was a very odd very evening. And I think, like, very strange evening. It's been an incredible um, season to share with people. Like, um, we've had some really great kind of weekenders um, and some wonderful trips places and it's just been... Yeah, it's, um, it's been really special. Um, and I, I had this kind of feeling at the beginning of the year, it was a bit like, you know, one season in League Two, cool, whatever kind of thing. But it just, it doesn't feel like that at the end of it. It doesn't feel like we couldn't hold our own and stay here for quite no. some time. Um, mm. And I do like, I know, I think um, Paul said it, like we're so lucky to be involved in this club. It's such a great time for stuff that's going on. So yeah, yeah. it's just, I think the whole season, it's been a highlight, really. Absolutely amazing. Um, Paul and Jared, I know I read yours out, but did you have any more? Or I, uh, yeah, I had a, there's, there's a couple, I guess. Well, one was um, Orient away, which is an unusual one to pull out because we lost four one. But I got a lot of family connections that way, and it was a big day out. Mm. And 
And that first 20 minutes, our end was absolutely rocking. And when that first goal went in, the, the roar was uh, just fantastic. We'll gloss over the rest of it. But it was a, but it was a, it was a good day out with the uh, rest of the families. Well, anyway, and they, they were stood in the Orient end uh, about 100 yards away or 50 yards away from us. So that was, that was quite a fun day out. I think just the, just the buzz, just the, like I say, we've been seeing, uh, me and James and myself have been going five or six years now. And I think we're, uh, just that buzz of going to the game on the Saturday with the way that the team was playing and and we can we can say hello to a few people now we, you know and um, it's just, just that whole ritual of the day out which he as now he's 15 really appreciates that whole that whole Saturday buzz and I guess the other thing the other, the other one I was going to highlight was uh, he's quite a good mimic and one of my highlights was that uh, so we were stood on the curver there's someone who likes to shout about the referee a lot I'll mention no names but uh, <laughs> oh but mate no idea, <laughs> but he could do quite a good impression of him, and oh, so he did no. an impression of him and uh, uh, shouting at the referee to such an extent that the people at the front turned round and said, "What's his name? Well, shut up! What are you talking about?" And it was they were looking at him, not James, my son. And it was us. Oh, we were raw, and it was so funny. But uh, so, and as, it's silly things like that. You know, there's loads of things that you can yeah. pull up, and just yeah, it was just great fun. And Jared, was it more for you? Or? Um, well, there's the aforementioned Cardiff game, um, as a well, you know, it's a Cardiff City Stadium is after Gallagher days, say, obviously, the most football ads. Um, which has some happy memories there, so I see something else was surreal. Um, Salford away getting our first point in the Football League was a was a, was a nice moment. I, I think it's a bit underrated. Um, we, yeah. I think Dan mentioned it earlier where you know we could have we could have nicked all three points there. It was a good performance, it was also our first point in the league and just see how you know. It was going to be okay. I thought we were going to be okay at that point. And also, on a personal level, just going to a couple of games with my dad's. Um, my dad's, um, that's it was my first son game like years ago. He doesn't really get, go out, he doesn't die football too much anyway. But going to my, my dad's to Forest Green um, for our first game in Football League and to Wembley, something we always wanted to do together was, was nice. And seeing a couple old school friends at certain games I haven't seen for like decades who've just started to watch Sutton now because we're doing well. That was just nice to. On a personal level, just to connect with my dad and then to get with some old schoolmates I haven't seen for years. That was nice. I'll echo that as well. Going with, with yeah, I should have mentioned that in my highlights. Yeah, family generally throughout the season has been really good. And also just kind of, you know, a bit, bit like you, Paul, I've been going for a few years now, but this is the season I've kind of really got into it off the field as well, like coming on this a couple of times. And I must confess, Dan, I hadn't read the Gandamonian blogs before this season. And now I do not miss one. They are amazing. Honestly, I am buzzing. 20 years worth on there so for you to go through this summer. That is off-season reading sorted. But no, genuinely, mate, like they, they are always absolutely hilarious. Win, lose, yeah. or draw. So, yeah. They're not, they're not all hilarious. hilarious. Some of them are hilarious, some, apart from the ones that you wrote. Yeah, some of them. Some of the get, early Papa John's ones are really fucking cram. Um, get, I think it's name, funny when you get the Brogman seats was was a highlight. Thanks, Dad. So, sorry, Jared. Go on. Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> One of you. It's, it's been right? hard work because I've been bloody yeah. slogging away on my own because. <laughs> Tots decided to retire and move to the South Coast, and Tom's <laughs> buddy got, Matt got a kid and got married. And obviously, because he's also because of his job, he can't do midweekers. So, so yeah, it's just been like the busiest season we've had in ages. And it's like, oh, well, it's just just me then. All right, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No. So, That's why I stopped doing it in the first place. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Mate, please don't stop. They are honestly the highlight of my Monday. All we know, whatever they come out, they are so funny. Yes. It's a highlight for you. It fills some of us with absolute fear. When we went to uh, one of our early weekenders away, which was just absolutely ridiculous, and the things that Dan could have put in the blog, and the thing oh. I always say to him, as he's Try getting me. off the training yeah. car, short, I'm like, my, my dad reads the blog. My dad reads the blog. <laughs> and I scroll, like, it goes up and I scroll through, and I'm like, love this, love this, love this. Oh, okay, that's fine. I can deal You're with safe. that. Just get really worried. The fear you can, I can, I can instill in a pub, just sat there, when someone says something dumb or idiotic or does something stupid, you pull the phone out just to make a note. Don't you make don't you make a note of that? Yeah, yeah, I won't. I won't, I won't worry. <laughs> I'll note of that. Yeah. Don't worry about that. I can imagine for some it's like a nice entertainment. For others, it's like piecing together the evening. Dreading. <laughs> Hang on. What, what happened? <laughs> oh God! What happened yesterday? Yeah. Oh well. Um, for me, some of some of the highlights are obviously all the games it mentioned, but there's other little things like um, and I, I'm going to say I don't care how sad it is. Is Dundo's face when he came on against Stevenage, and your brother mm. got the picture of his little face, just giving it, yes, I'm on. I was like, that that is a brilliant, brilliant photo and a wonderful moment. And what made it for me is it wasn't a I'll go on Dundo have, have a few minutes. It was mm. we are hanging on here and we are struggling. We need someone to to hold the ball up. On you get, fella, and he did his job he brilliantly. I also really enjoy, and I, I know it's sad, and I don't mean this as a criticism, but Dave beating four or five players, running around beating them again, and then effing up the cross. It's everyone, <laughs> everyone around going, go on, go on, go on, go on. Oh, I find it so funny. I think it's brilliant. You're a cruel, <laughs> cruel man. Yeah. Like. I just think it's say great. this, say this. Um, but obviously, yeah, other highlights and, and the, the Wembley's going to live long, long, long in the memory. But um, it's it's just been, as you all said, a great season, great to share it. And yes, I did have reservations about being around so many people because I'm not very peopley, but hey, it's great. Um, and then Rosie getting into the, the, the women's team, which is just literally on the whim of she's driving mum nuts. Let me go. They're at home. Come on, let's go. And um Jazz waved at her in the corner, and then that's it. Are they are they playing at home? I don't know. Any football on telly? Is that the girls? No, it's the boys. Oh, I'm not interested. <laughs> she okay, practically yeah. has walked her way into the team now, isn't she? She's just like on the pitch. Off she goes. Yeah, just are you walking us out? Yes, I am. <laughs> no, honey, you're not doing it every single time. You were aware. Yes, she I is. am. <laughs> she absolutely so, is. Yeah, um, but yeah, all, all those little things are great. But we do sort of um, very quickly going to have a thought about the as you mentioned some of the players that have left us um any thoughts on any sign i know we haven't made any signings but nice rumors come on um oh sorry the other one was omar just coming on and killing people within a couple of seconds i love that as well that's, that's, that's brilliant um but the three players left us for the moment although people keep saying that other players are out of contract but there's been no no noise about that so i'm presuming we've got them still um, but Kenny's left us after many, many seasons. Um, brilliant for us over the years, and and, and sort of accepted his is is sort of dropping down the pecking order, um, but never had a sulk on him, or look that we know of, um, but never seemed to have the sulk on him, um, and just done it for us every time he's come on. So any any thoughts on Kenny? I know Alex, you, you mentioned him, um, especially that free kick. Anyone, anything else to say about Kenny? I think I think it's when as we got through the season, people were saying, "Who do you reckon will stay and go?" And Kenny's name did come up a few times as well. 
if anyone's of the current squad, Kenny's name was mentioned a lot, not because anyone thought he wasn't up to it or anything like that. It's like, well, the lad's 33. Um, and I, I think he himself didn't, he didn't expect to get a deal for this season. Max told the story about, you know, Kenny basically burst into tears when he told him he'd given me, he, he, he wanted him for another season. Cause he didn't, yeah. he just thought, well, I've won the league. I've got my winner's medal. <laughs> so that's me. That's my pinnacle. Um, I think before that bit is he kind of I think he went into Matt kind of going oh, yeah I know the routine I'll find another club and Matt was like no here's the contract no, <laughs> yeah. so you know it was it's I think with Kenny it's just the fact that he is 33 and maybe Matt wants to go a younger way but yeah he's going to be missed he's that that little sort of he's one of those players that's actually people look at him and just see this shaven headed sort of pit bull but he's actually you know he can play a pass as he sh- mm. showed a two or three times this year. I mean, going back to the title winning season, that ball out from the back to set Tanto up for the third one. Um, So, yeah, he's he's got quality. Um, He wasn't quite as box-to-box a midfielder for us as he was for Ball and Wood. Yeah, he'll be missed. He'd definitely be missed because, you know, he's just there through one of those players we brought in to give us that little bit more um, steel. And I think he epitomises the side and the way that we play that Matt likes. So, so yeah, he's definitely going to be missed. David and I were uh, particularly put out um, because on the way home from Harrogate last uh, uh, last weekend, we rewrote the words to that hideous song to uh, <laughs> Kenny Davis has got a massive cab. Um, ah. <laughs> really good verses, um, which was spot on. Um, cause and then he buggers off. And that song, and I know that he doesn't like it either, but like, yeah. yeah. It will be missed. <laughs> really great moments. Yeah. Uh, really, no, he, really great moments. Yeah, no, he's 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 a good lad. I, I, I hope he carries on playing. Even obviously, he's going to drop down a bit, but um, I hope he carries on playing. Um, Stuart didn't stay with us for very long. Our first ever transfer window signing. Mm. Um, obviously, no money. Um, but he, he he was there when when Dino got injured. Yeah, when he came on and for those games, and um, he did as well as can be expected. To be fair, um, so. Wishing well, there's not a lot we can say about him because we don't actually really know him that well, do we? Um, and then Ricky, who is 100% going to come back and absolutely rip us apart because <laughs> um, he's always showed glimpses and then he suddenly got that little injury and he never got the run of games. Um, but I mean, does anyone else agree or disagree with me that, about Ricky? Mm. It never quite worked for him, did it? it he, he, he kind of. He, he was one of the signings I was quite excited about, and then Same. he got he got he got COVID and he got injured straight off the back of that. So the first couple two three months of the season were pretty much a write off for him. And then when you have that, trying to get get yourself fit enough to get back into the side, especially with the way we were playing as well uh, in the run up to Christmas. You know, we had that long unbeaten run, so it's mm-hmm. really hard to get minutes. And his only opportunities were in the were in the pizza cup. So so yeah, it's. Bit of a shame. I don't think we ever quite saw the best of him. Um, yeah. and, he, and when he when he got his first full ninety at Walsall, he he just didn't really get into the game. Um, he was much better following game against Oldham, but yeah, it just it never really just worked for him here. Nice lad, and every, he seems to get on well with everybody. But it's just sometimes it happens in football, I guess. Just a quick one about him. Um, I remember early in the season when he came on as a sub, I can't remember which home game it was, and one of the guys I was with, his season ticket holder as well, he said, oh, who's that? And I said, it's Ricky Corboa. And he thought I said Rocky Balboa. 
So he misheard <laughs> me. And you can imagine the jokes that led to throughout the season. So that was a personal <laughs> highlight in, in relation to Rishi. Um, but this is what I was saying about the, the you guys have basically done it with the, the retained lists. I've never really noticed them before because I don't pay that much attention. But seeing all these different clubs put on the retains list, and some of them were just like brutal. Like the players yeah, leaving, I see Dan, Paul, Alex, Jared, Claire. Yeah. And that was it. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And then ours was, oh, well, no, the comments underneath them, oh, good, he's shit, he's rubbish, I hope he never <laughs> plays football again, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> you can't mm. say that. And then ours was done the right way. It was, these are the three players leaving us. We had a little bit about each one of them. Even even Stuart, as I say, he's only been with yeah. us a couple of months. Um, and then literally everyone wishing them well. I hope they do well. I hope they get another club. They, it's just, as we said about Ricky, never quite worked out for him. Um, so I was just really glad about that because I was, I was just shocked about some of the way some of these fans talk about their own players. It's mental. Um, just, but have, go on. We're all just a nasty fan base, so are we? Let's face it, we're, we're a nice bunch of people. And, you know, they, some, some like, especially someone like Kenny Davis, you can't fault that guy's commitment. Mm. What he's done for saying that football club in the last six, five, six years he's been here. Rick, I mean, Rick Hallbauer, he, he, when he's playing, he's done well for the most part, you know, even Stuart Nelson. So, you know, we're, we're, a nice, we're a nice bunch of people, and I think that reflects on how we, we saw these three people off, and, you know, hopefully they all do well. And just don't come back to haunt us, you know. I think we, we've done that over the years. There aren't many players who've left us, and we thought, yeah, good riddance. And one, and, um, one I can think of, Gonzalez, uh, Louis, Louis Gonzalez, was it? Yeah, Lewis was a bit more um, just it. Yeah, it was a complex situation. I think Alan Julian's probably the last one, mm. the goalkeeper. But apart from that, we don't we don't tend to. We don't tend to do that. You know, no. we don't tend to slag players off when they leave. If they if they leave for genuine reasons, either it didn't work or, you know, they get a better offer. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, that's the way it goes. But a lot yeah. a lot of that's other fan bases. Yeah. I suppose maybe that's it as well. You know, people look at it. Give, it gives a perception of a club that isn't followed by dickheads and, you know, people who are just unnecessarily... Nasty. Well, all right. I'll, I'll withdraw that dickhead statement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice dickhead. Uh, <laughs> there's no, there's no malice. Shall we say is probably yes. the best. There's a lack yeah. of malice. So it's you know it's all right, mate. It didn't work for you. Fair play. Good luck to you. Yeah. You know, there's none of that. Oh God, he was the worst player ever to wear our shirt and all the rest of it. Or he, what a what a joke he was. So it's 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 you know we're not that we're not that way inclined. Maybe it's. That tween little, little non-league club thing again? I don't know. But yeah, well, it, it might be because we we've seen some of the worst players to wear our shirt, so no player will ever come close to some of them. Yeah, we have levels. So um, <laughs> yeah. compare a benchmark, and then if you're above that, if you're above Cameron, was it Cameron Abassi? Was it was the, the defender played Devin like Ball. forty minutes? And um, so yeah, you just put them in. Is he was he better than him? Yeah, fine, fine, <laughs> mate. Have, have a great life, enjoy yourself. You weren't terrible. So it's a bit early for signings, but um, you see, we, we were linked with a few players already, which is just like again, that's really weird to see us linked with various different players. Um, and did you see Jonah's on a free? <laughs> 
Okay, no. <laughs> we'll take the silence on that one. <laughs> he's where he said it. I think that I think unfortunately there is a striker's curse at Gallagher Lane, and mm. he was one of those who suffered it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, we've had it over the years. We've signed players who were knocking in goals for absolute yeah. fun, then they come to us and yeah. they just stop all of a sudden. <laughs> but it's also leads us on to those. You saw the stats this week. Obviously, they they, they came out. Um, we've had three of our players on eight goals, but no one in yeah. double figures. Um, but the highlights, <laughs> go on, Dan. <laughs> what was it? Um, lowest possession percentage in the league and lowest passes completed score in the league. Yeah, and Omar, Some of that. Top tackler, wasn't it? Omar, our top tackler. Yeah, yeah. Omar, our <laughs> centre forward as a top tackler. Brilliant. But we were the fourth high scorer. Fourth high scorer yeah. in the league. Yeah. 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 So, Efficient. Was, was it six stone goals across like 16 players this season? Mm. Yeah. Sounds I nice. might start um, having conversations with AB about renaming strikers a key for next season and maybe just go for like <laughs> midfielders or Sense defenders a key. key, something slightly different. Is Joe Kizzy is key. <laughs> and just, start call, just start calling it, ah, uh, you'll do. Yeah. <laughs> we scored, yay. Scores from open goals, that was it. Open play. Scores <laughs> from open play. Um, but yeah, no, as, as I said at the time, there'll be some clubs that are very upset by this. Who, the clubs who pass the ball around on their own penalty area while we're all sitting there going, why are you doing that? Um, <laughs> we, we're not proud. We don't care. We score. <laughs> we win. Um, we'd all be quite happy to have scored 20, oh, what is it, 46 goals next year and concede none because <laughs> we've just won every game. Um, but we'll wrap it up there because I've kept you guys for way longer than I intended. I've just seen how long. I'm really sorry. Um <laughs> It's not like we're doing anything else, Mike. Come on, no football yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a cup, cup final, but two teams. I'm not play. watching that poxy yeah. game. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely Wembley someone... been there, done that. Exactly. <laughs> someone had mentioned the cup final was on, and I suddenly panicked. Going, oh god, I told these guys to meet be on at three o'clock. What time's it on? And I was like, oh right, it's not even on at three o'clock. Okay, fair enough. It's, it's like half five or something. It's like it's four four forty-five, which is such a weird kickoff time. Yeah. More interested in the playoff game. The playoff game's this evening, isn't it? Cancelled. So again? So playoffs. Okay, the playoffs aren't happening as far as I'm concerned. We're not in Oh, okay, fair enough. In denial. Yeah. Denial over in Egypt. We'll let you know the scores, mate. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for your time. Um it's it's been great. It's been nice to Think about some of the highlights of the season. We'll have a little bit off. I've got some other interviews lined up, which I'll release over the, the summer. Um, I'm hopefully going to get Dave on, who has finished on the board. Um, he thinks he's got no more official roles at the club. <laughs> he's going to have a list of jobs just as long, but never mind. <laughs> um, and I've got Matt to promise as well. So we'll, we'll get him on as well. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for your time. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, as always, hit me up on the socials. Oh, look, hit me up. Oh my god. Oh, what a way to finish the season. Wow. <laughs> Too much time on TikTok, oh. that mate. Oh dear. <laughs> you're down with the kids, like yeah. You're down with the kids, I, mate. I, I, I'm just checking to make sure my daughter's not gonna beat the crap out of me now. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks a lot, guys, and thanks everyone for the season for all, all my guests, for you guys today Pleasure. and for all the others you've been on. 
and I will hassle you with email. I will, I will contact you with emails um, fairly soon for next year. So change your email address or add me to the blockers. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. Cheers, Mike. Cheers, Cheers Mike. See you guys. Bye. Cheers, Mike. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.